All right, and we're back with um, the second half of the Reese Group. So um, we'll just get going. So let me share my screen here. Can you see that, Cheese? Yep, you got it. All right, so we got Twin Falls. They brought, I mean, K-Money brought in a 2-3 class replacing the 2-14-186 class. He did lose Jacob Coleman and Zachary Bates, who, you know, were probably his two best players, but – um, yeah, I think he did all right for himself, you know, bringing in Karan <laughs> Cameron, Cayman and Nathan Grist. I think they were both pretty high ties. Um, both shoot really well for big men. You don't see the high points, but, um, you know, this, this class is rated high because they can defend, they can pass, they can rebound, they can, they can really do it all. And, uh, you, you combine these two with a guy like, uh, Sebastian Ridley. Um, I mean, they, they got something to build on. I, I mean, I guess, I mean, I say these two, but you got, you got three guys, you know, uh, Cooley's a guy that can pass and defend really well. So, I mean, you're always looking for guys like that on your squad. I mean, I think they're going to take a pretty big step forward um, from what we're used to seeing from Twin Falls. Yeah. I mean, what I've, what an upgrade here from a sub 200 class to the two, three class. And um, I wonder where some of these guys are going to slot in. Now they did graduate uh, their starting center and their shooting guard. So um, I think for Cayman, that's a pretty easy plug and play. And then do they just do a, a really big starting lineup or do they look at their bench for who's going to fill that shooting guard spot? Um, you know, they uh, Jorge Bell last year was their backup point guard. Um, he wasn't the best scorer, but pretty good distributor, five assists per 30. Um, so there's some options to see who would come up there. But uh, this is a really, really exciting class, even though it doesn't make your eyes pop with the numbers they're putting up in the scoring column. Yeah. And obviously, these guys were all looking at impact and they're like, I can make an instant impact on Twin Falls. Um, I can play for a guy like K Money. And like, that's, that's a big, that's a bit, that's a big draw right there, you know? Um, so could be, I mean, a, could be a good podcast episode. Does that contribute to the uh, recruits, you know, <laughs> signing decision? You know, uh, we'll see. I mean, I don't know. It could be a good podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so the other uh, big question here is, is where's the scoring going to come from? You know, 55 points a game uh, yeah. overall last year, and they graduated their leading scorer who was putting up almost 20. Yeah, that's a good. That's a great question. I mean, I would say, you know, it's going to come from their freshmen. Their freshmen are going to have to step up. They're going to have to, um, they're going to have to make some, take some steps. And uh, if if their freshmen can do that, I mean, they're going to rely on these freshmen, and as they should, you know, see what their freshmen can do so that you can fill out the class around it and um, be like, how can I build a build a build a competing team? So. Mm -hmm. All right, let's move on to the next one. We got the Oakland Oak Farmers. They brought in the 41-49 class, replacing the 250-253 class. That's pretty nice. Um, you know, three guys that can all score quite a bit. Uh, I like Christopher Pugh quite a bit, 55% true shooting. Quentin Jonas, 57% true shooting, a little shorter, but he looks like a potential point guard spot. He could, I mean, it's not like there's a ton of talent on this roster. Um I mean, I could see all three of these guys starting with their um, with Strickland and Smith. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I was just going to say the small, same thing. But, you know, whatever. 
Yeah, I think all three of these guys could could start. Uh, the the height could be an issue for this team, but I think you got to put your talent on the floor. Um, you know, last year they graduated one of three sub 200 classes. So um, it's great to get those guys cleared out, you know, as coach works on kind of the rebuild here and um, not as big of an upgrade as uh, Twin Falls, the last team we talked about, but still you bring in a top 50, top 40 type group. Um, and yeah, I think these guys could gel together. They're, they're complimentary. Um, mm -hmm. Hugh, obviously the leading scorer and the guy like Jonas that can distribute. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I like Pew a lot. So let's move on to the Reno Rollers. They brought in a 40-30 class. And this is something we've been noticing. A lot of these teams um, in the bottom have really been um, pulling in good classes or at least better than what they had before. They replaced the 196-219 class. They lost Tyler Harris and Stephen Owen from the starting lineup. But, you know, it seems like uh, it seems to do pretty well with uh, Nathan Prism um, scoring 23 points per game. You got James Chapman, 15.4. Uh, and you know this coach pretty well. You guys play every year. What What do you think about uh, – have you talked to this coach? Or, yeah, what do, you, what, is he, what do you think about this class? Yeah, I haven't talked to coach here. Uh, I can tell you that they usually beat us in the Dairy Duel. Um, although normally we play in um, an exhibition game, and I don't think those are counted on the history page. Hmm. Okay. Um, that has nothing to do with the performance of this team. Um, I mean, you look at the class they brought in, Nathan Pinson is pretty incredible. 62% true shooting, almost 24 points a game. Yeah. Um, easy, instant, uh, four-year starter. Um, Colton Woods uh, is a big body at 7'1", yeah. um, a guy who can pass a little bit, takes care of the ball pretty decent. Um, so, I mean, this team got a lot better overnight, which is great to see for them. Um, and they, like you said, they just didn't lose a ton. Um, they did lose a six, eight guy in Tyler Harris, who was starting at center for them and a six, 10 guy who is their backup center. Um, so not a ton of height coming back, uh, but way more talented than they were. Yeah. I think they're going to be good. I mean, I think Pinson Chapman Woods, you know, put them at three, four, five and, um, you know, run them out, see what, see what they can do. Uh, I expect Pinson to have a big year. He could. He could be one of the best players in this whole um, in this whole group. So. Yeah. All right, let's look at Joplin. They brought in the 114-117 class, replacing the 134-151 class. They lost two seniors in Tilton and Ver Verdon. Um, Verdon scoring 15.6 points per game, Tilton being their center. Uh, didn't bring in the best class, a little better, I think, than uh, their um, previous class or – yeah, 117. Yep, a little better. Um, but, you know, you don't have the same height. Uh, John Rivera's, uh, you know, 6'8", that helps a little bit. But um, And then Nicholas, uh, Nicholas Prince is probably their best player shooting, 57.4% true shooting. Um, yeah, what do you think? You, I mean, I think they might struggle with some of these other freshman classes coming in. Yeah, this class is is fine. It's clearly not as talented as the last couple we talked about. But the nice thing for Joplin here is they were really spoiled with height last year. Um, they're starting lineup 6'5", 6'8", 6'9", 6'9", 6'10". And so you lose uh, a 6'9", small forward and a 6'10", center. Um, and you take Nicholas Prince at 6'5", and just plug him into that shooting guard spot. Um, or you pull one of these guys up from the bench. So um 
matchup wise, as far as the athleticism and how big their bodies are, I think they're going to be okay. Um, but they're, they're not at the talent level of some of these other teams with guys that are really lighting it up. Um, I do look at uh, John Rivera, who's the six, eight guy they signed. Um, not a huge scorer, but can pass a little bit, almost five assists in yeah. high school at the three. And you don't know what he's going to be as a rebounder since he played small forward. He still almost got six rebounds a game there. So, um, yeah. All right, let's look at the next team. We got the Garland Rags. They brought in the 243-211 class, replacing the 186-208 class. And that is not what they needed. Um, they did get a 611 guy uh, who can score and Ernesto Rozier. But apparently the magazines did not like him um, at all. I mean, 18 points a game is pretty nice. They they brought in some points with yeah, it's bizarre. And John Whitfield, um, who's but neither of them were super efficient for the amount of points they scored, uh, 51 and 54.7. But, um, you know, I expect Rozier to start. I mean, they needed height desperately, and they got it with Rozier. I mean, uh, maybe they can bump uh, bump Skyler Senegal, but he seemed to do pretty good. They played in such – they played a pretty tough schedule. They played some really tough teams. Um I, I like this class a lot better than um, their previous senior class uh, just because you got height and guys that are willing to shoot, which you just kind of need um, in this game. These guys don't mind. They they took 16.3 points a game, pointers a game last year, so they don't mind chucking it up a little bit. Um, I, I don't and they made them at a pretty good clip, too. Yeah, they made them at a pretty good clip. I, well, I mean, for – Going 11 and 13 is no shame for a squad like this that's rebuilding. You know, they got that sophomore class with Wahid and Senegal. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm, I like this class more than the Mags do. Yeah, it's a head scratcher to see the ranking on uh, this class for sure. I don't know how any class that has Rozier in it at 6, 11, 18 points a game um, can be ranked below 200. Uh, that just is, is surprising to me, but, um, I think you're right. I mean, these freshmen are going to contribute, uh, right away. Uh, you know, Whitfield is a guy that, uh, I wouldn't want him playing point guard for me in college, but, um, he's a guy that wants to shoot and it doesn't look like he's afraid of the big moment. So, uh, they do have their point guard coming back in Jose White, um, who doesn't have the best assist to turnover ratio, but uh, if he can get the ball in the hands of these freshmen and see what they can do, I think that's their best bet. Yeah. No surprise that you wouldn't want a guy that scores a lot to play point guard for you. So. No, uh, you wouldn't. <laughs> um, if you haven't been around for a while, you probably wouldn't get that joke. <laughs> you you guys peg me as that. Not every <laughs> And you haven't like done it in like that. years. <laughs> yeah. But like, I don't win any ties. So. All right, we got the Pueblo Anaz Anasazi. Anas Anasi. I don't know. I can't speak Spanish. <laughs> they brought the nine, they brought the 238 for the Nino. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 239 class replacing the 156-158 class. Um they lost Eduardo Reese, the namesake of this group. Um and they brought in, you know, Gary Sargent uh, can score quite a bit. 18.7 points per game on 56% true shooting. Uh, looks like more of a shooting guard than a point guard with um, 3.2 turnovers last year. But 
Um, you know, we'll see. It's not like they don't really have a lot of uh, passing point guard uh, skills in there other than like maybe Brandon Martinez uh, who steps in here potentially, but it's not like he plays great defense with 0.1 steals. Um, you know, they might have a little trouble with that point guard spot. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's got to be either John Lee or Abraham Biggers, um, both of whom played some backup point guard last year. Uh, if you look at their per 30 numbers, they both had around four assists per game or four, four assists per 30. So I think it's probably one of those guys. Um, and yeah, Sargent comes in at the shooting guard. Uh, maybe Delano Parker plays the three. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's not the most talented team and this is not the class they were looking for, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Sargent is definitely a bright spot, you know, headed in the right direction. Cool. Let's look at the last team, the Keystone Light. They brought in the 8061 class, replacing the 252-256 class. Not hard to beat that class that they had last year, but um, they did. They did great. <laughs> um, and you get a guy like uh, Emmanuel Steltzer, uh, who's really efficient, even though really efficient double-double type guy that can pass and block a little bit, 60% true shooting. Um I mean, I think he's the star of the class. Gerald Madden, I think, out of position, 6'6". Uh, he, he, I mean, all three of these guys are going to start. That's, I, I don't think that's a stretch to say. But I think Gerald Madden could be the point guard of the future, uh, potentially, um, you know, with a good assist turnover ratio and just playing out of position. I think he's a solid player. He was the guy I was looking at in my net. Um, yeah, so, I mean, solid, solid, uh, I mean, solid class to build on, but they're still going to struggle in this group. Yeah, they will. Uh, I really like Stelzer, though. You mentioned him. Um, he was a guy that we were actually considering and didn't end up going for. So maybe I'm kicking myself a little bit, but uh, I like him. Uh, you know, Wyatt West was probably their best player last year. He's coming back. So um, I think between those two guys, they're leading the way. Yeah. So as we look at this group as a whole, I mean, who who do you who do you like? Oh, I'm glad you're showing your screen here because I can't remember all these teams. Frankfurt uh, looks really solid. I think, um, you know, bringing in a guy like Diego McCoy that's huge for them. I mean, Dearborn's got one of the top ranks. I mean, all these teams, you know, they brought in some really good classes. But um, I mean, Dearborn. A lot of these teams had a huge upgrade. Dearborn for sure. And then was it Twin Falls with the two three Twin class? Falls got the two three class. Yep. There's just I feel like there's a huge injection of talent in this group. This is this is a more talented bottom group in this tournament than I remember seeing. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, usually there's so, like one team or two teams, but I mean Twin Falls, I think they're gonna have a big upgrade with good players, but I don't think they're good enough to win this group still. Um I think Frankfurt is good enough to win this group and actually make a run even in the um, PNTT playoffs a little bit. Just with, I mean, just getting a guy like Diego McCoy is huge. Um, but I, I'm going to pick Frankfurt. Who? Let me just quick. Who do you who do you like? Yeah, I think I would lean towards Dearborn actually. Dearborn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just I really like uh, Maxwell James coming in. I mean, their whole freshman class is great. And uh, they just didn't lose a lot. So yeah. uh, I like their squad a lot. Yeah, Coach Calabeo, you know, he's got he's got the talent. He's just got to put it together now. And 
um, make the most out of it. And, you know, that's been his, that's been the knock on him for a while now. You know, he's been pulling in good classes. You expect him to be good last year, RTT team, you know. So we'll see what they can do. I mean, yeah. I'll just give one last shout out. I feel really bad for Phoenix in this group. Uh, I like Phoenix's program and think they're headed in the right direction. Um, but these guys at the top of this group are just too talented. And um, I, I'm not picking Phoenix for that reason. Yeah. St. Pete too. I, I really like what they're doing. I think they got talent. They have the talent to win it for sure. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I mean, I think, I think they could be a sleeper in this group for sure. Cool. Well, we will stop there. Thank you guys so much. And we will talk to you later.